Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? This is Josh Tongo here, and this is episode numero uno, number one, for the flip side. What? Yup, that's right. I'm here in California starting up a new podcast, so let's do this. You know, some of you might be wondering, you know, Josh, I thought you already have a podcast, man. Well, it's a bit different now. <laughs> I got a new name, a new format, and now I'm talking directly to you guys. Because uh, some of you guys already know, like before, I basically just extracted the audio from my YouTube videos, you know, where I'd be speaking in front of a crowd. And uh, I guess it'd be sort of impersonal when you're just hearing the audio. So now I just want to get a little more personal. Some of you know who I am and some of you don't. And it's all good. So for those who are new to this podcast, you're probably wondering, you know, who the heck is this guy? And that's a good question. Uh, so who am I? You know, I'm an author, a speaker, a YouTuber, husband to my beautiful wife, Remy, and a person who loves to learn by asking a lot of questions. You know, and I love watching movies and TV shows. Dude, sometimes I feel like the TV shows are even better than movies, you know what I'm saying? And I, I grew up watching martial art movies. I love thrillers and solving, you know, crime stories and all that stuff, watching comedy movies. I'm a bit of a goofball, uh, and I love to laugh a lot. Right, and I love Korean barbecue. Anyone else out there love Korean barbecue, dude? I it's like I gotta have my Korean barbecue fix once in a while, you know what I'm saying? Or I start to struggle. <laughs> and I love b-boying, aka breakdancing. You know, it's something that I was started doing back in elementary school, but I no longer do it these days. Uh, I actually stopped. I think my last battle was back in '99. You know, it was it was a fun thing to do. I still watch it every day on YouTube, pretty much whenever I get the chance. So that's a little of my personal stuff, at least on a lighter note, you know. But before I tell you a little more about myself, let me ask you a very important and maybe uncomfortable question. You ready? What if everything or almost everything you were taught about your faith, whether you're a Christian, a Muslim, a Buddhist, or whatever, is wrong? And now I know it can be a scary question for some of you to even think about. Some of you are probably like, dude, I won't even go there, man. But seriously, though, what if? I mean, would you give up on faith altogether? Would you be like, you know, that's it. Just screw it. Screw religion. I want nothing to do with it. Or is it possible to rediscover a richer and a more satisfying understanding of spirituality? Or should I just say life? Now, let me share a little bit of my journey with you folks. You know, I was born into fundamentalist Christianity. I was born into a Christian home with Christian parents. Uh, it was like Protestant Christianity. Prior to that, my parents were Roman Catholic. But growing up, I was part of something that was called the Pentecostal tradition, probably up until my late teens. For those who don't know what Pentecostal tradition is, I'm not going to get all into the history and stuff, but we were the Christians that did a lot of speaking in tongues and healing and all that kind of stuff. You know, and then by the age of 17, I had certain experiences and then I ended up becoming more conservative theologically when it came to what's considered to be the quote-unquote miraculous gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I actually ended up leaving the Pentecostal church I grew up in and found the whole scene to be kind of crazy and distasteful, to be honest. From then on, I had this crazy obsession with something called apologetics. And no, it's not when you go around and apologizing to people saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, it's actually a defense of the faith. Muslims have their apologists too, uh, but I was, you know, into Christian apologetics, obviously, and I guess you could call it part of the whole intellectual Christianity deal. 
And so during that time, I actually read every book I could find on apologetics. And my desire, which is interesting to think about it these days, you know, my desire back then was to eventually travel the world and defend the quote unquote Christian faith against all the false religions and false worldviews. And my gosh, things have changed, <laughs> you know, but I, I, the thing is, I wanted to learn apologetics uh, directly from the scholars that I admired, who I admired so much. You know, so in my early 20s, I started studying under some of the well-known theologians and philosophers and apologists um, that I would read about in books. And, you know, it was actually at a popular evangelical school in California. And then during those years, I first served as, a, as an apologetics teacher at a Presbyterian church in K-Town in L.A. And then I eventually served as a pastor at a Southern Baptist church. And then unexpectedly, and I'll probably talk about this story one day in the future, um, I actually experienced a radical shift in my views about certain things. And so I ended up leaving the Southern Baptist Church. Uh, then after that, I eventually served at a, as an evangelist at an Assemblies of God denomination. And then from my mid to late 20s, I was heavily involved in something called a charismatic movement. And just to talk about how I was involved in it, I mean, it was stuff that, where it's like where we emphasize a lot on healing, uh, the prophetic, revival. And then I was busy traveling and speaking around the country and sometimes even abroad. So I guess you could say I've been around, you know what I'm saying? Um, I eventually graduated from seminary. Yep, I went to seminary and I got a master's in theology. Um, I became a missionary to the Philippines right after that. And for those who don't know, uh, Philippines is a predominantly Roman Catholic country. And then after my first year in the Philippines, uh, I actually decided to go back to the States right away because of some crazy stuff that was happening. But then all of a sudden, I meet my wife or the girl who was going to eventually be my wife. And so I ended up staying, of course, a little longer in the Philippines. And the thing is, my wife, her background is she actually grew up in the Middle East her entire life, man. It's pretty interesting. Um, and she lived in Thailand for a while because she studied film. And then right after Thailand, she went to the Philippines. Then bam, two weeks after she arrived to the Philippines, we met each other and we got together right away. And then we ended up getting married and doing what many people would consider ministry for several years uh, before we moved out here to America. So here's the thing. All right, from the start of my adult life, I've always been the type to ask questions, okay? But during those years in the Philippines, it's crazy but i finally found the courage like to really ask questions i mean i'm talking about sincerely questioning some of my fundamental beliefs as a evangelical christian because back then uh i'll admit it now you know I, I i asked questions for sure but i was already assuming that my religion was true and had all the answers you know what i'm saying and so even though i studied a bunch of arguments against christianity you know, I read books on atheism and, you know, skeptic books and all that kind of stuff. And even though some of them actually made sense to me at the time, I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> you know why? And I'll be honest now, you know, I was just too stinking scared to admit it. I mean, just think about it. I was a preacher. I was a missionary, you know, and I just couldn't let go of some of my core beliefs as an evangelical Christian. I mean, just to think like, man. Have I been living a lie my whole life? You know, and just kind of having that thought cross my mind, it's, it's, it wasn't a good feeling. 
So what did I always end up doing at the time when I would read material against my faith that actually made sense? Here's what I would do. I'd actually read more Christian books, you know, apologetics, philosophical books and stuff from a Christian point of view. And I listened to more Christian material, you know, lectures and stuff like that. That would just affirm what I already believed and whatever I already assumed. Right. Did you get that? I did all those things. I read Christian material just to confirm what I was supposed to believe as a Christian, you know, so I can acknowledge that now. But back then, you know, I wasn't really open minded. Right. I'm willing to admit that now. But then with all the nagging thoughts and genuine questions and eye opening experiences that I was having, I just knew, man, like just in order to be true to myself, it was time for me to finally let some of my beliefs go, you know, even if it was uh, uncomfortable at times. But yet, yet it was natural at the same time. You know, what I'm saying um, just this process that I was going through and. My wife and I, we left the institutional church back in the Philippines in 2009. And what I mean by institutional church that I see, I'm basically just talking about like a building or like a meeting, you know what I'm saying, where you probably go on a Sunday and then you meet up for a program where there's like worship music and a sermon and they collect tithes and offerings, stuff like that. That's just how I'm defining it right now. Uh, we stopped going to those kind of meetings uh, back in 2009 and, you know, we would only attend services whenever I was invited to speak somewhere because I was still a missionary. I was still a preacher. And it's a good idea to um, <laughs> attend a service when you're invited to speak somewhere, right? And so we still had a community, w which was pretty cool. It was a group of my friends. You know, we had a group of friends. Uh, but it, it was a lot different than what a typical church on Sunday looks like. You know, there were no programs or anything like that. Like we were just like a family. You know, it was, it was just like the one of the most amazing experiences that I've had of community. And then once we arrived to the States back in 2012, you know, I, I found out that a good number of Christian friends and churches and ministries that I knew personally uh, weren't too happy with me. <laughs> they wanted nothing to do with me. And I got some crazy stories. I mean, they wanted nothing to do with me because I was questioning a lot, because I was challenging a lot of traditions. But I knew, I knew my heart, you know, and, and my wife knew my heart and my closest friends, they knew my heart, you know what I'm saying? And I knew that I had a message to share still. So I started writing, you know, then in 2014, I published my first book called So You Thought You Knew, Letting Go of Religion, which is somewhat of a memoir, I guess you could say, you know, and me deconstructing a lot of my religious beliefs, challenging the biggies of fundamentalist Christianity, you know, like the certain version of God, like, you know, the violent God that we see throughout the Bible, the whole idea of inerrancy of whether or not the Bible is true, um, the gospel, what's the gospel, what does a cross mean, um, did Jesus die in my place, you know, stuff like that, e even the whole idea of eternal hell, you know, which was a pretty hot topic a couple of years ago, is hell forever, does the devil exist, you know, do non-Christians uh, go to hell when they die because they're not saved or believe in Jesus the way that I do. And so the book pissed off a good number of people, you know, but at the same time, thankfully, uh, it helped a lot of people as well. And after writing that book, I wasn't done yet, man, you know, because at least when it came to my beliefs, and I'm still not done, you know, because just because I let go of some of my older beliefs, you know, it didn't mean that I had something to replace them with right away. You know, so as I started to question even more stuff about life and theology and all that stuff, you know, I just kept evolving. 
Uh, surprisingly, I began to embrace ideas that I used to condemn back in the day, which is a trip, right? You know, which eventually led to my second book that I published earlier this year called The Secret to Awesomeness. Now, don't be fooled by the fun title, you know, because the topics in the book are ones that I believe almost every human being thinks about or even struggles with at times. And there are even some mind-bending stuff in it that could definitely stretch a person's thinking where they'd be like, dude, is this possible? You know, so I wrote it, the book, in an entertaining, in an entertaining way, uh, just wanting to reach a wider audience. And you can get both of those books on Amazon, just in case you're interested. But to keep being straight up with you guys, you know, I've been pretty low-key these days. You know, not only have I not been attending church services, but I haven't been getting into heated theological debates you know, whether in person or even on Facebook, because sometimes, guys, it can just get pretty ugly or like, in my opinion, it could sometimes be a stinking waste of time where just people are throwing a bunch of Bible verses back and forth. No one's really open. I mean, they just want to be right. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, um, I just didn't want to make time for stuff like that. Um, you know, so for a period, I made, and some of you guys probably noticed this, but for a period, I made a lot of motivational videos on YouTube. And I was staying away from, I guess you could call the religious topics, at least publicly, right? But here's the thing. In private, I was still meeting up with people and helping people who were questioning or shedding religion. Because I've seen the damage it's done, folks. You know, I've seen the abuse. I've seen the indoctrination. And those who I'd meet were the ones who were ready to be honest with themselves about their journey because people still turn to me for help. You know, I get messages like every single day. And sometimes these people want to meet up. So I, I can't meet up with everyone, but I would I would meet up with some of them, you know, or I'd run into someone at Starbucks. This just happened just recently too. Like I was at Starbucks and then someone recognized me from YouTube and they're like, oh, can we sit down? And I just want to ask you a bunch of questions, you know? So I did and we chatted for like two to three hours, you know, and and this guy was like at a place where he was confused in his journey as, as a Christian. He's trying to make all the, the pieces in the puzzle fit, but a lot of it just wasn't making sense to him. So it's just like stuff like that. Almost every day I, I'd study, I'd research, I'd listen to like a religious or philosophical debate. I'd have conversations with, with people who are wanting me to convert to their religion, things like that, because I was still interested in people's stories. You know what I'm saying? And, and what they had to say, what they why they believed what they believed and you know so i couldn't shake off that part of me and forget where i came from you know as if those things were never part of my life but like i said you know for the most part i kept quiet online and then recently i thought i can't believe it took this long <laughs> you know you know what i don't want to keep all this stuff i'm thinking about and learning all to myself or, or just to those close to me and obviously, I can't meet up with everyone, but I think these conversations that I'm having privately with others and, and even the conversations that I'm having in my own stinking mind, man, you know, seriously, it could actually help a lot of people out there. Just start to think out loud and see if someone can resonate with what I'm thinking at the moment. And so here I am doing this podcast, and that's what it's about. It's about a journey. It's, it's, it's about me just wanting to help people, you know, anybody out there who feels that they could relate to what I'm saying and it's just wanting to have a conversation and trust me I'm not gonna hold back you know I ain't gonna pull any punches you know I ain't gonna sugarcoat anything you know I want this podcast to be straight up raw and just be honest you know and like a lot of people you know I know what it's like to live in fear dude I know what it's like I know what it's like to be immersed in legalism I know what it's like to be told 
to believe stuff that seems to have no effect in my life or just like totally irrational. And I also know what it's like to have doubts. I know those things. This show is an attempt to think outside the box, so to speak, and ask the hard questions. You know, the, the questions that a lot of people are too afraid to ask without feeling guilty. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't claim to have all the answers. Trust me, I don't. But I am here to question some of the answers that many of us have been given. Because some of us were, were, were given certain ideas, sold certain ideas that just didn't stinking work. And have done more damage than, than good. We were told what to believe, how to think, and how to live. And I'm saying, you know, now is the time to ask the question, what if? What if? You know, what if everything or almost everything you were taught about religion or life is wrong? Think about it. What if? Or maybe everything you were taught is right. Who knows, right? But in future podcasts, you know, we're going to be exploring certain ideas, certain paradigms, and just start engaging and, and seeing the other side of things, which is sort of how I came up with the name of this podcast, The Flip Side. Now, if you're Filipino or Pinoy, you know, you might take it a certain way, you know, because back in the day, it was pretty common, you know, we, we'd be called flips, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a cool term to use back in the day. I don't really hear it anymore, but that's not what I'm talking about here, right? You know, and so the standard definition of flip side is that it's just like another aspect or version of something, or it's a side of a, the record that has a song, which isn't as popular as the one known on the other side. So in other words, this podcast is where I'm going to talk about the quote unquote other side of things, the other ideas that you probably don't hear uh, because they may not be as mainstream or the status quo, but they could seriously, if they're true, you know, mess you up in a good way and possibly change your life forever, just like how many ideas have changed my life forever. And just to be clear, this isn't a Christian podcast. It's not. This isn't a I Hate Religious People podcast either. It's a podcast about life, man. It's a podcast about things that have helped shape me. And it's a podcast where I'm wanting to help you to think for yourself. But obviously, I'll be talking about some religious topics in some episodes because that's my background. And I'm just hoping some people will be able to relate to my stories. But I'll also be talking about healing, um, personal development, pop culture. I mean, a bunch of different things, dude. You know, so I already have a lineup of people of who I plan on interviewing for the show, you know, like artists filmmakers, theologians, philosophers, scientists, entrepreneurs, authors. I mean, people from all walks of life, like anyone who I think would be a good fit for the show. So we're just getting started, y'all. And I think that's it for now. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts and stories and questions and feedback. You can go to my website, joshuatongo.com and go to the podcast section and leave your comments there. I'd love to build a community there and get to know you guys more. Uh, maybe some of the the podcasts could be based upon our conversations just for a heads up you know all the links and resources that i mentioned on on any of the shows they'll be in the description right so you don't have to worry about that and subscribe to this podcast it's just by with a click of a button you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode also join a mailing list on joshuatongle.com and you know receive any of my updates and videos and free offers or special offers and if you could please do me a huge favor uh, if you could please review and rate this show, it only takes a few minutes or possibly even a minute because it really helps with the ranking so people can find the show. That would mean a lot to me if you can do that. Uh, and lastly, since this is the first episode especially, uh, can you please help me spread the word by sharing this podcast on your Facebook or Twitter 
or Google Plus or word of mouth or whatever you're using. And I'd love to see this podcast take off and, and reach as many people as possible. And if you enjoy the show, uh, let me know. Uh, that would actually mean a lot to me because it would motivate me to keep making more episodes. I'll also provide a link uh, to make it easier for you to share it as well online. Once again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace. <laughs>